Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning world, Shelley here. I am so glad to be back. I had a wonderful week to myself last week in Vegas. It was rejuvenating. It was wonderful. And uh, it's wonderful for your relationship to come home and find out your husband actually does miss you. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And you know, it's been kind of funny. Again, I'm just kind of letting the universe speak to me, which I realize I do a lot on this podcast. But I've had some ideas pop in my head the last few days, and it was great. But then this morning, nada. Zipamundo. There's just nothing there of all the million things that I thought about over the past three days. I thought, oh, I should podcast on that. Oh, I should podcast on that. Well, do you know what? I guess if there's something that one of you needs to hear, it'll come back to me. But right now, when I worry about what's going on, I go back to my meditation book. And sure enough, today, learn to change your energy. That was the topic. And it was sort of interesting. Actually, it's always interesting how the universe pulls this stuff together. Because on Facebook this morning, I posted on the coulda, woulda, shoulda, Facebook page, a little saying that my girlfriend Birta, now she gets me, guys, I've got to be honest, almost all the inspirational stuff that you see on the Facebook page, if you're subscribed to it or you've looked it up, is almost 90% from my girlfriend Birta. (laughs) Just got to give credit where it's due because I do not run around the internet finding that stuff. I just let it come to me because I've got other things that I need to research and learn about and share with you and that is just not my thing. So I absolutely steal all that stuff from other people. And her saying, her little saying today was life is, um, it's uh, having a bad attitude is having, is like having a flat tire. You are going nowhere with that. And I just thought that is so true. So I reposted it. I even tweeted it, which I almost never tweet. If you, um, I think I'm still living well, shell or living well with shell on Twitter. I've been trying to move some of my stuff from Living Well 8 into my actual brand. Uh, so if you're finding th- things are changing or you can't find me, that's why. Anyways, so I just kind of had to laugh when I saw that. I thought that is so true and it got me thinking. And first of all, a little side segue. I know I just, I'm known for them. I'm sorry. I was getting ready this morning and I wanted to do a quick video for my Genesis Consulting Company. That is my accounting company. But it's uploaded to my Living Well with Shell YouTube channel. And I did it on bookkeeping and accounting for small businesses. Because in Canada right now, for self-employed people, June 15th is our filing deadline, even though taxes are still, the money's still due back in April 30th, along with everyone, the regular working people's taxes. Self-employed people get a little extra time, but usually they're on installment plans and their taxes are all prepaid. Government kind of keeps on top of all of that up here. So it was just a little odd that that would be up on my YouTube channel, which most people that follow me and subscribe to me, thank you, by the way, is, you know, more about life and product uh, reviews and things with my Living Well company. And some of that has been right into cosmetics. That's where the segue was going. So I was getting ready this morning and I chopped my hair all off yesterday and my husband loathes it. I love it. It is sexy and sassy and it's way too short. I do agree. They took it right up the back. It's almost shaved at the back. Kind of comes down in the front and it's really kind of cute and sassy. But it was part of a contest for my girlfriend's hair salon and she needed five models that would go from, you know, mid-length to shoulder to short. But the point of this is I'm staring in the mirror and I'm putting my makeup on. Now, I've probably mentioned this many times. I'm a girly girl. I and I have always been my life. I'm a groomer. I enjoy that stuff. Why look one way when I know that with 15 minutes I can look a completely different way and I I like that. It's just something I enjoy. 
And I've been having really great fun this last uh, month with this new product from called Senegents called Senalips or something or Sena something. Uh, the company Senegents. Anyways, it's this long lasting lipstick with this gloss and I love it because I just don't have to bother with it. You know, my lipstick lasts five, seven hours and it's great. And I was just having fun with this and I'm in the mirror and I'm in a good mood and I needed to do another video for another product testing. The things that I just love to do. And I was thinking to myself, that is just such a change in attitude from sometimes how I do feel. And it's funny because I was talking to my son. He phoned in from South Africa yesterday morning. And I have been noticing lately that alcohol has really been affecting me. Now, I limit alcohol greatly because of my fibromyalgia. Alcohol is a huge depressant. It is sugar to the bloodstream, so it's terrible for weight gain. If you're trying to control your weight at all, you've just got to give up the booze to a certain extent or get it under control, okay? It's just brutal. And second, thirdly, it's a huge inflammatory product. So right up there with dairy and, sh and sugar is alcohol for sore joints, and I have a deteriorating hip and a bit of arthritis. And with fibro, I'm just always in inflammation and pain. So these are things that have to be controlled. However, what I've really been noticing lately is it's been affecting my mood. Now, whether that's because I have had it under control for a year or two now, and it's not in my everyday life like it used to be. I mean, there used to always be a glass of wine with dinner, and there's just not anymore. I simply just drink one to two days a week, and in moderation, two drinks, three almost always puts me over. But I've really noticed, now remember, I've just come back from Vegas, so we can just kick all of that nonsense I just set out the window. I was drinking every day. Drinking by the pool, having a cocktail on the slots, just, you know, having a nice martini in the art bar, whatever. It's just a little bit here, a little bit there. And I did pretty well. I felt I felt fairly healthy. I felt okay. I was a little tired. But when I came home and did my ionic foot bath, I was acidic as all get out. So that was a bit painful. And, uh, and but I have noticed that when I have a drinks now, I get starting to feel depressed. Now, something you do need to be aware of, if you're an antidepressant, you shouldn't be drinking. Everybody does it, but you shouldn't be doing it. And if you are struggling with your mood, you need to control alcohol. Like I say, it is not something that helps you sleep. That is a scientific, proven fact, people. If you are self-medicating with alcohol, you are doing nothing but damaging yourself. You are inhibiting good sleep. You're inhibiting good blood sugar. You're inhibiting good health. You're damaging your liver and you are affecting your mood swings. Okay? Just be aware. I love alcohol. Don't get me wrong. I'm a winophile. There's nothing I love better than a really dry gin martini. Uh, and, and and I'm a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I like the uh, the trappings of it all. You know, when we have Christmas and we have our evening, we, we have a, a thing in our household on uh, watching Sound of Music every year and with eggnog. And now I'm making my homemade eggnog, which I started last year, which is to die for. But that is a ritual. That's the word I'm kind of looking for. And so, no, I am not pouring eggnog out of a carton. The alcohol is not being poured out of a bottle. It goes into a crystal decanter. The I buy the nutmeg nuts where you grate them on the on the nutmeg. I make it from scratch. It goes into a crystal decanter as well or pitcher. You know, ice is in the ice bucket. It's all laid out on the coffee table with snacks. It's kind of a deal. I, I enjoy the ceremony and the and the formality and the and the ritual of it all that's part of not just drinking the eggnog it's all of it combined that's just me it's not everybody so these are the things I enjoy so don't think for a second that I'm getting down on you about the alcohol because it's been a huge part of my life for most of my adult life but I also need to listen to my body now 
<clears throat> one of the things that they were talking about today in Melody Beattie's Journey to the Heart book was learn to change your energy. And depression and things like that are also a form of energy. Now, I did the yard work. I rested on Saturday when I came home from my vacation. Uh, luckily, my husband went fishing, so I actually had the weekend to myself. And I did. I crashed right out. I went into flare, uh, which is a term we use with fibro patients, where I was in a lot of pain getting onto the airplane. It just hit me in the airport. I guess it just been, you know, a little too much of the alcohol and the lack of sleep and the and the whatever. And it was like, oh, oh my. So when I got home, I completely crashed. But by Sunday. My mood was brilliant. I got out, I cleaned the house, I did got into the gardens, I did my thing, but then I made myself some homemade sangria. And by the second one, I was feeling great, but by the time I went to bed, I don't like to drink right before bed and neither should you. That's something you should limit greatly, folks. I just started to feel a little sad. And I was like, oh, interesting. And I got up in the morning and it was the same feeling again. So what do I do? I get in my foot bath. I get my revolutioner uh, music on, my alpha waves into my headset for 12 minutes. I really find that bet rebalances my moods greatly. And did a little meditation and I felt great again, but I had to laugh. I said to my son when I was speaking to him, I said, this is what's happening with alcohol. Now my son deals with these issues as well. It's genetic in our family. And he was saying, I am doing the same thing. So we were discussing this and I said, so I love how we won't give up a bad habit, but we get up in the morning and spend an hour having three other habits to combat the bad habit that we should have just not done the night before. And that's where he was laughing going, it, that is so true. And it's like, it's, that's exactly it. So lots of times my self-care is really about mitigating damages that I've just done to myself. So it's just something to consider. I'm going to get back to learning to change your energies, but I just wanted to point that out. Please be aware that when you're self-medicating with things that um, you have to, you just have to be aware. Now, learn to change your energy. Sometimes all it takes is moving around. There's a reason that when we talk about people with depression or you're in a bad mood, and let's go back to, you know, that flat tire analogy, you're stuck, you're, you got a bad attitude or you're in a bad mood, your tire has a flat tire, you're stuck in the driveway. That is just the deal. Or you're going out into the world, driving on that flat tire or running around with that bad attitude, inflicting more damage on your vehicle, yourself, and everyone around you, okay? So sometimes it can be as simple as moving. We are, our bodies are energetic beings. We have electrical impulses. I do ionic foot baths in my treatment room in my office. And one of those things is the fact that we are so positively ionically charged that the ionic foot bath allows a negative ionic charge to come in and polarize the body, allowing toxins and stuff to leave your body, but it also causes an energetic charge in this at cellular level. And that can really help affect your mood, at least it does for me, and my energies throughout the day. Now, when I first started using the ionic foot bath, that wasn't the case. I was detoxing quite heavily and I, I, it would exhaust me. So I did it at night so I could sleep. But now I do them in the morning. And as you can hear from my voice, I'm very up, I'm very positive. I've got my lip sense on, I've got my makeup on and my cute little hairdo all back combed. You know what? I'm feeling good. I've got to go out to a client today. I just feel confident and I feel good about my day. And sometimes you just need to get out. There are days I have to drag myself out to the garden just because I know for me that that physical movement and being in the sun affects me greatly. When I was younger, I am one of those people that suffered greatly from seasonal disorder. January and February in, in Vancouver, British Columbia, where it is dark at four o'clock in the afternoon and it is raining constantly. It's a tough haul sometimes for a few months in the winter. We have, we have really dreary, it's not like it's cold and freezing and it's snowing like it is in other parts of Canada and the United States, but it's just gray. It's just gray and depressing and we have very short days of light. 
that affects mood greatly. So I learned to get one of those lights, you know, that uh, they give you what you need. So sometimes it's just a matter of going for a walk, having a bath, getting a drink of water, work out at the gym. And when and you joke and you're probably saying to yourself, what, get a drink of water? What? Yes. If you are not hydrated, your body is not running in peak efficiency. So it is sluggish. That is, again, one of the reasons I took on and became a, um, a distributor and a practitioner for ionic foot baths. So many people try so many things. And yet they haven't started by clearing. They didn't wipe the slate clean. And I always feel that having an ionic foot bath for once or twice a week for a, month, a couple of months is how you can, great way to start um, a weight loss program or a cleanse. Or if you've been struggling with your mood or your arthritis or you're dealing with pain, you've had an injury. There's a lot of benefits to ionic foot baths. And for me, it is a huge thing for keeping me cleansed because I do notice when I get feeling clogged up and I start to swell again, my hands will swell. I just feel like at a cellular level, I just feel kind of goopy and the foot bath kind of eliminates that for me. Well, when that happens, when your body feels lighter, your mind feels lighter. Okay. It's just sort of a, again, it's energetic. It's just hundred percent energetic and it just sort of goes hand in hand. So do more about moving your body. And that is one thing people do need to realize as well. If you're injured or you have a, a, an illness like I do, uh, lack of movement is not good for you. This is the reason now when you go into hospitals, they have you up and out of bed within, you know, 48 hours, sometimes faster, three days max. You start to atrophy within day three. And there's nothing harder on your body than your muscles and your core strength being weak. You will struggle with everything in your life, more so even than being overweight as far as I'm concerned. Okay, which carries all its own health risks. But having no strength and having no movement, our bodies are made to move. And I tell you from a person, take it from me, that has spent years weight training, playing squash, mountain biking, rollerblading, skiing. I was very, too active actually for my body type and body and blood type when I was younger. And I've exhausted myself quite heavily, gone into adrenal fatigue a few times. Now I tend to do a lot of yoga, swimming, walking. I play golf. Um, and I garden and these things are all physical in my yard and they are in my life and they keep me toned. They keep me slim because weight is very hard on people that have uh, joint issues. But when you are weak, then what's going to happen when I do get put, I go into flare, it's going to happen. I have an illness. I, I can control it to a certain extent, but sometimes it just comes on for no reason. And sometimes I injure myself and I am bedridden. Well, if I'm already weak to start with and then I get myself injured or I'm in bed, I am atrophying and I am getting weaker by the minute. So try to keep yourself as strong and healthy as you can. It's a mindset and a decision and it's a day-to-day -day thing. Just like eating the right foods and avoiding the bad stuff. You're, remember, anything you do 80% of the time is a good habit. Okay, so listen to your body. I want to go back to the um, meditation today. Because your body will tell you what it needs. And the better you get attuned to it, the better the easier it's going to be. Just like me noticing that alcohol lately is not making me happy. It's actually depressing me. But the other thing I wanted to mention, and I'm another segue, because this is one of the things that was on my mind this week and that I'd forgotten about when I started this podcast. Going away was brilliant for both of us. He, I came home to a very attentive husband at, who even took me on a date last night. We haven't done that in months months. <laughs> we left the house together and went and saw a movie. Um, it was lovely. It was absolutely lovely. He, obviously, he missed me. But one of the things that is very attractive, and I noticed this, I had an abusive uh, fiance many, many years ago, and it was really rough. And I remember him saying to me once, we got back together after a really bad uh, segment, and 
when we got back together, he, he came to me at this event and he said, Shelly, you're just so sexy again right now. And I just, I'm so attracted to you. What happened to you? And I was just like, you happened to me. So what was happening is he was attracted to the strong woman, but he was a control freak and abusive. So I got together with him, eventually lived with him and, or got engaged and lived with him and, and spent a couple years with him. And he beat me down until I just was a yes man to everything he wanted because I was just trying to keep peace in the house and wondering how it was going to get out of this abusive relationship. So he drove and he did this to every woman he dated. It was the same pattern over and over again. And then as soon as I was free of him, then myself came back and then he was attracted to that again, but he couldn't handle that kind of competition. He could not handle strong women that were independent. He needed that total control over you all the time. And when he didn't get it, when things got angry, he hit. And so it was, it was really awful. And it was just interesting that he was attracted to what I was when he wasn't in my life. <laughs> okay. When he wasn't around creating that depressed, unhappy person, I was what he wanted. Now, the reason I bring that up is it's kind of the same thing in our marriage right now. We have had a really tough time since I got sick three years because I can't do what I used to do. And my husband's been feeling a little bit like I've been holding him back. I think that is fine. I'm trying to, you know, that is got to validate those feelings. So neither one of us were doing what we wanted to do and weren't happy. And last year we almost separated and it was like, okay, what is going wrong here? One of the things that I really would like to stress to you right now is to make sure that you're doing what you need in your life to be happy. Because if you are not content and having a fulfilled life, you are bringing nothing to the relationship that you are in. So I have made a decision that I am going to travel without him. It doesn't have to be a big deal. He is not happy about it. He's a little pouty about it, in fact. But the bottom line is he has neither the time, the inclination, or the health, or really the money right now for us to be going on large vacations. He chooses to spend his vacation time with work on a family vacation, and then he breaks up his other weeks for fishing trips. Those don't include me. And yet I've been feeling guilty and about going without him. But for the two years prior, I was feeling resentful. He was having a life. He had found, decided he needed to get back to fishing. And I love that he does that stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't taking the time. I was just stuck at home. I was being a martyr. No, 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 no. We don't do that. Okay. So if your relationship, we've been together 18 years this month and married for 15 in September, you do not spend almost 20 years of your life, 30 or 40 years with someone without there being change, good times and bad times. And the big thing is, please, you need to stay true to yourself and you need to ensure that your needs are being met. Now, what happens in a lot of people's lives in today's, in today's environment is we go looking for a different partner. I couldn't even imagine looking for a different partner in my life right now. Cause honestly, I just, my joke here, this, here's my female chick joke. I don't want to train someone new. <laughs> I'm used to what I'm used to. And granted, if, if Keith and I were in a situation where he was abusive or there was something wrong, that's fine. But no, we're just, we're just growing together and our lives have changed with my health and, and with our finances changing because of my health, uh, that changed things for him drastically. And he, we, we had to change houses. We all just needed to find a new place of happiness and fulfillment. And it's just been a journey, but you need to keep communication lines open. 
you need to have friends that you can bounce stuff off of. There's no one that gets me through my world like my friends, okay? I do not have all the answers. Yes, I coach and I podcast and people come to me for lots of stuff. I, I understand that I have that gift of knowledge and hospitality and service and that these are the things that people come to me for, but that doesn't mean that I have all the answers and all the wisdom. I go to my support networks, my mentors, my support group, my girlfriends and such that keep me in check ask the right questions, get me off track or back on track, however that may, sometimes it's one or the other. Sometimes you need to be taken off track because you're you're doing that tunnel vision thing, you know, where you're just the hamster on the, on the wheel and you need friends that can just say, hey, whoa, what you doing? What you doing? And you need to stand back. But the big thing I really feel is, I glanced down quickly at this book and it said, listen to your body. Well, you know what? My body wanted to go on a quick vacation and read and lie in the sun. I was really struggling with the rain. Vegas might not have been my first choice, but it was the cheapest place to go for 500 bucks. I mean, where else can you go for that kind of money in the lower, in the, in, in North America? There's just, I just, I couldn't even get to Hawaii on a cheap and cheerful uh, red eye for that. So I went to Vegas. Doesn't mean that I was on the strip every day. I mean, in fact, I barely left the hotel. I enjoyed the amenities of the hotel, my beautiful room, the beautiful pool. The staff looked after me. I was at the downtown Grand, by the way. If any of you have, go to Vegas, it is down off Fremont Street. And it was designed and renovated. It was, I believe it was the old lucky lady in the old days. And it was the gentleman that used to work for Steve Wynn. So the Wynn Encore Towers. So he tried very hard to have that level of class, but more affordable. It hasn't caught on like he was hoping. They've had to close some of the restaurants and do a few modifications to bring in the... The bottom line is Fremont Street attracts the jean and t-shirt crowd. It just... There's not a lot of... You know, it's just not a classy place to go. It's fun, but it just wasn't working down there as well as he was hoping. But they're still trying to keep that level high. The service is great. The food is wonderful. But it's just nothing super, super fancy. And of course, for 35 bucks a night, midweek, you're not getting, you know, robes in your room and all those types of things. But... Love it. Felt very safe. Staff looked after me. So I had no problem going to Vegas. Yeah, Sin City, but you know what? If I wanted shows, they were there. The, all I cared about was a great pool and my book for three days and a great bed. And it, the rooms are beautiful at the downtown Grand. Simple and clean. So here we go. And this is funny because I've just nattered on to you for 15 minutes. And what does the book say? Listen to your body. <laughs> okay, it'll tell you what you need. Um... And if you have to, go talk to a friend. That's what it says right here. Do some deep breathing, meditate. You don't have to stay stuck in the energy you're in. Now, my energy was just sucking last month. It, just big time. I just was feeling trapped because I couldn't, Keith couldn't go with me. And I'm thinking, why am I doing nothing because Keith can't go with me? And I have to ask you the same thing. Whatever the circumstances are in your life, Please make sure that you are not in that tunnel vision thinking there are things you can and cannot do because of perhaps this relationship you're in, your children. There are always ways to get away, to make a change, to make a choice. There are. You just need to think outside the box and you need to put it out to the universe. And remember what I say about that. You never put out a negative statement. You don't say, I don't want this. You say, I want this. I would like to see this manifest. This would be wonderful if I could do this. I think I'd like to do that. These are the things you need to be thinking, feeling, saying, meditating on, and you will be shocked and amazed at some of the answers that come back to you and the way that things work out and things are often able to, to happen. All right, so be gentle with yourself when you get stuck. When you need a fresh viewpoint, learn to change and rearrange your energy as needed. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you liked best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.